episode number 19. Welcome to the Getting Unstuck podcast, where you'll laugh, empathize, and learn how to turn your stuck spots into sources for energy and positive change. And now your host, the creator of the Stuck Method, Shira Taylor Gura. Welcome back, my dear listeners, and thank you for joining me today. I just returned from a month-long visit to the United States to visit my family, and it was a wonderful visit. In addition to reuniting with my family, whom I only have the opportunity to see once a year, I also facilitated a handful of Getting Unstuck meetups in New Jersey and in Maryland. I met a number of you who are either listeners to this podcast or readers of my weekly Unstuck newsletter, and I simply had a chance to meet you face-to-face and hear how the work and the content that I produce is showing value in your life. And I even had a chance to do some mini coaching sessions with a few of you. Overall, it was just a wonderful visit. And now I am back in Israel and starting to prepare for the upcoming year, which will include more Getting Unstuck workshops and retreats, and a book that I believe will be published in the spring of 2018. All very exciting stuff. If you have yet to read my book, please head over to my website where you can download the entire book for free. Reading and understanding the importance and the value of each step to this process of getting unstuck is really important to bringing this into your life. And more than that, my next book, which I'm beginning to write now, is nearly entirely based on this work. And it has to do with eating and emotional eating And to get the most value of that book, it really would be best if you read Getting Unstuck in its entirety. Okay, so today I'd like to share with you a story that occurred while I was on my most recent trip to the United States, where I considered it's not the end of the world. But before I do, I'd like to share with you an iTunes review. And this week it comes from R.B. Listener, who wrote, I've enjoyed listening to these podcast episodes, and they are a wonderful compliment to the book. Thank you, Shira, for your wisdom and guidance in getting through life's sticky moments. Thank you so much for your review, R.B. Listener. And yes, the podcast is meant to be a compliment to the book, and I'm so glad you are experiencing that. Your words and those of other listeners who leave me a review on iTunes give me the encouragement and motivation to continue broadcasting this podcast on a weekly basis. If you are listening to this podcast today and this podcast is making an impact on your life, 
please consider going to iTunes and leaving me a review. If you're not sure how, you can find the details on my website. Okay, so here is this week's story. So as I already mentioned, I was in the States this past month. And on one of those days, I planned a day trip to visit my brother and sister-in-law, who live in Pennsylvania, about an hour away from my parents. I visited them only one time before, which was last summer, after they had recently moved into their new home. I kind of remembered the directions, that they were pretty direct and they were pretty simple. It was like the New Jersey Turnpike to the Pennsylvania Turnpike, and then within a few minutes, you arrived to their house. So when we got in the car and my husband asked if I was going to put on Waze because I was driving, I answered, no, we don't need Waze. I more or less remember the way, and plus I wrote out the directions that I got from my mom when she goes, and I read it to him. New Jersey Turnpike, Pennsylvania Turnpike, 309. So I start driving, and my husband's in the passenger seat, and he had just arrived to the United States from Israel and was terribly jet-lagged, so he fell asleep within a few minutes of the ride. And the rest of the kids were in the back, and I was trying to be a really good mom and a really good wife and trying to keep them occupied and happy, because when I don't, I oftentimes find them fighting in the back seat. So I started out that good old game of, I'm going on a picnic, and I'm going to bring, well, you know the game. And I started that about a half hour into the ride. By that point, I had already left the New Jersey Turnpike, and I was already on the Pennsylvania Turnpike. I was keeping an eye out for exit 309, because that's what I wrote on my paper, 309. We were about at exit 350 when we got onto the Pennsylvania Turnpike. And if I had stopped to think about it, I would have realized something was quite off. Because if you count each exit as a mile, that would mean we had almost another 50 miles to go, which is about another 50 minutes on the road, which wouldn't make any sense since the entire trip is only supposed to be one hour and we were already a half an hour into the trip. But I wasn't thinking. I was playing. I'm going on a picnic and I'm going to bring. And I was really trying to be a good wife and I was really trying to keep the kids occupied and quiet. So I just kept driving and driving and driving until my husband finally woke up and I passed exit 310 and then exit 309 never came, nor did 308. And finally I said to my husband, I think something's wrong. So I pulled off at the next exit, stopped at a gas station and I turned on Waze, which told me I had another hour until I would arrive at my destination. What the? What did I do? No, you you should have seen me. I just took my hand and I banged my forehead. How could this be? We were already driving an hour and a half. How could it be that we had another hour to go? It didn't make any sense. Until I called my sister-in-law and told her where we were. 
I told her I looked for exit 309 the whole time and it never came. And she responded, exit 309? We're exit 339, which is route 309. Oh my, I was mortified, completely and utterly mortified. I was so mad at myself. And I got worried that the kids were going to start letting me have it and my husband. I was like really afraid they were all going to start calling me an idiot or start whining and complaining for the next hour that we had to drive. But as I got back onto the Pennsylvania Turnpike in the opposite direction, I S took a stop. I did not close my eyes because I was continuing to drive, but I took many breaths. And then T, I told myself that I was stuck on mortification and anger at myself and and disappointment in myself. What did I you uncover? That I believed I should have put on ways from the beginning and I should have checked a map before we left. And I should have gone with my instincts when I felt at some point something seemed off. And that I should have been more aware of the signs on the roads than of playing that stupid game with my kids. I believed that my brother and sister-in-law were going to think that I'm an idiot if they didn't already. And I was sure that my husband was going to start saying things like, why do you always have to be so sure of yourself? And I was also sure my kids were going to have plenty of words to say to me as well. But when I took a moment and I checked in with all of those thoughts, all of those beliefs that were in my head, I knew that most of them were not 100% true. So I was able to see, consider other perspectives. I considered things happen. And I considered my kids and my husband were actually being amazing, all things considering. In fact, no one was even saying a word to me, not a word. And I found that quite amazing, considering that if the situation were reversed, I probably would have had a word or two to say to my husband. I considered it's not the end of the world. We were safe. We weren't in a car accident. Okay, so we'd arrive a little bit later. So what? Everything was fine. And as I continued to drive, I told myself, K, it's okay. Things happen. Have a little self-compassion for yourself, Shira. Maybe this was even meant to be. And I thanked my children and my husband for not turning this into something worse than it already was. I mean, I was really, really grateful to them for keeping their cool. And as I was thanking them and continuing to drive, I noticed a billboard approaching that said, if you die, you will meet God. (laughs) And I read it aloud as we got closer to it. I said, look, guys, if you die, you will meet God. And then we just all started laughing because... What kind of billboard is that? (laughs) Anyway, it wasn't the end of the world, and I'm so glad that I considered that. Take a moment now and look at your life, maybe someplace where you may be stuck. 
Where can you consider it's not the end of the world? I know it's hard sometimes to consider that because oftentimes we really act as if it is the end of the world when we're stuck on something. But it's not. It's really not. And if we can consider that it's not the end of the world, we may be able to help ourselves out of the emotionally challenging situation that we are in. This was a simple message for you today, as are all of my messages, but my hope is that they are making an impact on your life, day by day, week by week, moment by moment. If it is, if this podcast is impacting your life, please let me know and leave a review for me on iTunes or even comment on my website. Remember, every seven episodes, I take a break from sharing my stories or broadcasting your stories on this podcast. And instead, I offer something different. In two weeks, we will reach episode 21. And I will be speaking about the power of writing in the process of getting unstuck. And the exciting news about the publication of my second book, a companion journal, for getting unstuck. So stay tuned for that. And that is all I have for this week. And until next time, I look forward to getting unstuck with you. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Getting Unstuck podcast. For more information on programs, workshops, and retreats, check out our website, www.thestuckmethod.com.